Voters across the United States are preparing to take part in a big voting day of the 2024 presidential election. Super Tuesday is historically one of the most important dates on the US political calendar when millions of voters across several states cast their ballots to nominate a presidential candidate. However, with clear frontrunners in both the Republican and Democrat race, just how crucial will this day be? Well, earlier I spoke to Marion McKeown, who's the US correspondent with the Business Post, and asked her about the significance of this Super Tuesday. Well, you know, it's a really interesting election year this year, Karen, in that it's the first one I've covered of all the ones I've covered where Super Tuesday has become almost irrelevant because it's such a foregone conclusion. Super Tuesday is when basically there are about 16 states, all the big ones, uh, Texas, California, Florida, they all um, are jumping in and the candidates basically, it's, you know, if, if you think of, which I often do think of, of this campaign as in like the Grand National. Super Tuesday is sort of like a steeplechase. Like they, 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 normally all of the candidates would be still in the race. You'd have a dozen or so candidates and then the, the person who comes out on Super Tuesday, it usually would decide the race. Not always. Hillary Clinton stayed in until June after, you know, when she was racing against Barack Obama back in 2008. Uh, but this year it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, obviously Biden as the incumbent has a home run anyway. He's, you know, he's it. He's been scoring over, with, with the exception of Michigan and the uncommitted vote, he's gotten well over 90% in all of the primaries so far. And for Donald Trump, this is going to be a rout, basically, uh, in, in terms of nobody expects Nikki Haley to take even a single um, seat. Uh, there, you know, that, that she, she may get a handful of delegates, but basically it's widely expected that following Super Tuesday, Donald Trump will be very, very close to the 1,215 delegates he needs. And she will have taken, oh, I'd say fewer than 100 from him at, at the most. So is Super Tuesday then a last chance for her at all? I mean, she is vowing to continue beyond it. Uh, yeah, well, you know... <laughs> politicians. Um, as I, I've said before, uh, talk is cheap and campaigns are expensive. So she has already lost her biggest donor, the, the Koch brothers and the Americans for Prosperity Super PAC. Uh, I think that people are kind of grudgingly admiring her tenacity because it is really, uh, she has no chance. We all know that she's not going to win, but it's keeping her name out there and it's keeping somebody out there who has the challenge, who you know, who has the courage, I should say, sorry, to challenge Donald Trump. Now, she just picked up two Senate endorsements, one from Lisa Murkowski, the Republican um, senator for Alaska, who has always been a moderate and a bit of a maverick, and also from Susan Collins, who's the Republican senator for Maine. Susan Collins is, has much less of a backbone than Lisa Murkowski. She tends to see which way the wind is blowing and then go accordingly. So I think that it's interesting that at this late stage in the game, when it's all over bar the shouting that these two senators are saying oh we're with we're, we're with Nikki now but I think what's happening is Nikki Haley is positioning herself for 2028 when she's hoping that Trump will have been trounced in 2024 by no means a certain thing and that she will be standing alone as the only Republican who had the courage to challenge him and she thinks that that would put her in pole position for 2028. Let's cast our um, attention to the Democrats and Joe Biden. How much concern is there overall for his presidential campaign at this stage? Uh, well, I think that he's in a pretty vulnerable position, actually. And I think that Gaza has really um, shone a light on that. Now, Michigan, 
Pennsylvania and Wisconsin are three states that Joe Biden has to win uh, if he wants to get a second term. There's no way around it. There's no way around the Electoral College maps for Joe Biden other than to win these states. So um, what you've got, it, there are about, uh, let's see, there are about four million Muslims in America and about three million, three and a half million Arab Americans. Now, those two groups overlap to a degree, but the the exit polls and the polls that were conducted by, by some of the groups I spoke to uh, suggested that 94% of Arab Americans in Michigan voted uncommitted. Now, Joe Biden won Michigan in 2020 by about 154,000 votes. More than 200,000 Arab Americans voted in 2020, and they overwhelmingly, about 80% of them voted for Joe Biden. The same is true of Muslim Americans. He really needs those votes. He would not have won those states without the support of Arab Americans and Muslims. So these people are furious at him over Gaza. They feel that he has been absolutely caved into Benjamin Netanyahu. Now, who it's a view that's shared by a lot of Democrats and increasingly so, and it's something that could really affect turnout. Now, th- these th- these demographics are not going to go and vote for Donald Trump en masse, you know, but they might stay home and they would probably likely vote for a, a third party candidate like Cornell West, for example, who is running. So it's a real risk for Joe Biden. And Marion, it's worth uh, pointing out that the polls showing that immigration is the defining issue for the US voters. We saw during the week Donald Trump and Joe Biden yeah. visiting the border. So how significant are visits like this during a presidential campaign? Well, you know, as some people would say, it's too little, too late from Joe Biden. Donald Trump has kind of made this issue his own. And, you know, I think for once the polls are pretty accurate. Everywhere I went through primary season, all of the states, Democrats and Republicans, pretty well the number one thing they were talking about was the border, the border, immigration. Now, we also have to factor in all of the the legal stuff that will happen between now and November, uh, things like the abortion rights issues. But really, I think that that Joe Biden is in a pretty difficult situation and a second term, he's going to have to fight very, very hard for it. And that was Marion McKeown, US correspondent with the Business Post, speaking to me earlier.